Welcome to a very special episode of What You Given. I am Ben Martin, one of the producers behind What You Given. And our guest today is Jack Rolfe. And Jack Rolfe will share so many powerful, inspirational uh, experiences that helped him get to where he is today. So listen, pay attention, take some notes and whatever thoughts and impressions you have today. Because as he shares, 27 seconds can change your life. From the School of Life Foundation, this is another episode of What You Given, a broadcast based on the invitation, find what brings you joy and match it to the needs of the world. This becomes your gift. Everyone has something inside of themselves to give, and I want to know, what are you giving? In my interviews, we meet people from all walks of life. I am Jack Rolfe, and on today's show, we have myself. Yes, I've felt impressed to share with you just a few thoughts and brief stories from my own life. Normally, I don't like talking about myself, but it just seemed like the right thing uh, to do as we're moving forward with this podcast. I don't have any script today, and uh, I'm just going to move forward and see where this takes us. But I was hoping that you would gain a deeper understanding of what I'm trying to do when I interview people on this podcast and what I hope to accomplish. If you've been listening before, you know that I go through uh, the steps of discovering, developing, and delivering your gift. Discovering comes from inspirational moments throughout your life and other things in your life that where you're just kind of led, and I believe divinely led. Then you begin to develop these talents and this knowledge into your mission or into your dream of what you want to accomplish, who you want to become, and what you want to do. And then ultimately, you take that and you deliver that gift to the world. Those talents are the things that bring you joy in life. And then you find a need in the world and you match it up. And away you go and you find added happiness and success as you're doing that. Because most often, you're lifting the lives of others. And, And when you're doing that, your own life is automatically lifted up. So as I interview people, I I hope to help them discover and get on this path because mostly we're on the path and we don't even recognize it. And then also as you, the listeners, that uh, as you continue to listen to our episodes, which come out uh, every Monday, that it will start to spark something inside of you. And so I'm just going to share briefly just just a little bit about me, but I don't want to go too far with that. But after that, I'm going to go into two or three experiences in my life that will hopefully portray this message that I'm trying to get across and let you get to know me a little bit better. And uh, hopefully that'll help you as you listen when I interview other people. 
But uh, I currently live in beautiful, sunny St. George, Utah. Just a wonderful place to live. My wife, Lexi, and I uh, have lived here for about 20 years. Uh, we lived in Las Vegas, Nevada for about 20 years before that, which was a fantastic period of our life. And uh, we both grew up in southern Idaho, southeastern Idaho. We have five children, and uh, we have 14 grandchildren, and we absolutely love them very much. So that's enough of the personal stuff, <laughs> or I guess the uh, the little nitty-gritty, ticky-tack stuff, other than also I'm age 62 right now and uh, and proud of it and going strong. At least I feel like I'm going strong. So let me start out with first thing. Uh, growing up, I had a love for all sports. And uh, basketball, of course, was one of those sports. And as I, I went through uh, junior high and high school, uh, I had a few injuries. And uh, fortunately, my father had a good friend that was a physical therapist. And he brought me to his office that was there in Otto Falls, Idaho. And he worked out of the hospital. And uh, he, he treated me uh, for these injuries. And that really got me curious and interested about uh, that profession of physical therapy. And actually, it ended up being my career. I was so interested in it. Uh, I went to school at the University of Utah, got my uh, physical therapy uh, degree there, uh, got a degree uh, in another school, which we'll talk about here uh, later, later in the uh, episode. But physical therapy, I came out of physical therapy because of my love of sports, getting out of school. I thought that I wanted to go into sports, become an athletic trainer and started down that route. And uh, interesting enough, uh, an athletic trainer at the time, this was at Boise State University, uh, had told me, get your physical therapy degree along with athletic training, and then you can decide from there what direction you want to go. And it just resonated with me. It felt right. One of those inspirational moments in my life. And so that's what I did. And getting out of school, looking at sports medicine, you know, it's interesting. Uh, some other path leading decisions and inspirational moments led me into treating in the geriatric world. And that's where I spent 30 plus years. I was uh, providing physical therapy in skilled nursing facilities, uh, also known as nursing homes, assisted living facilities, uh, home health therapy. Uh, I still have a career currently providing uh, compliance uh, in a large uh, organization that uh, owns several nursing homes across the country. And so it's been a big, big part of my life. And I've, I've worked with and I've treated thousands of patients. And I've learned from every one of them because I've taken time to listen to them. And many, many stories. You know, one of the, one of the interesting ones, I guess, would be uh, one day I was treating an individual and uh, he wanted to talk rather than to go through the exercises. And I said, okay, let's go out in the courtyard. And we started talking. And I soon found out that he was one of the original 
owners of Orida Foods, stands for Oregon and Idaho. And he told me about the uh, the process. In fact, he was involved with it, how they discovered and created Tater Tots. I was speaking with the founder of Tater Tots, which I love, love Tater Tots, and I imagine you do too. But, you know, as we go through life, if we listen not only to our own soul, but to others, we can learn. We can learn a lot of things. Now, the basketball arena did not go away from me either. Uh, I worked as an athletic trainer going to school on the college uh, front. Um, played basketball after you know graduating and pick up games, that type of thing. And then when my children started coming along, they had an interest in basketball and I coached them in little leagues, uh, AAU traveling teams, got involved coaching at the middle school level. Uh, eventually at the high school level, I, I helped with some college camps, also helped with some WNBA uh, camps. And basketball really has been a, a big part of my life. It's taken me uh, to many different places in the country and in the world. And there too, I have coached thousands uh, of young ladies, uh, mostly coaching girls basketball. And I've learned, learned, learned a lot from them as well. But interesting enough, these two paths that I've been on throughout my life, where I've been working with young people in the beginning of life and the elderly uh, at the latter stages of life. So I've seen both ends of the life spectrum and the decisions you make up front and, and where that has you end up later on in your life with, with those decisions you make as a younger person. And that was part of what sparked into me in uh, putting together a talk. This was back in, gosh, probably about 1993. I was asked to give a talk to uh, a church women's organization called the Release Society. And again, one of those inspirational moments of these learning experiences I'd had in the two career paths led me to talk about what I called the straight A's of life. Did the talk, went well, and actually saved my notes on that. I, I rarely practice. That's probably the first and one of the only. I can maybe think of one, one other time I've saved, saved notes for something like that. And so let's, let's fast forward now uh, a couple of years later. And uh, a good friend of mine had asked me to uh, go on a little business trip with him. I was living in Las Vegas, Nevada at the time. And uh, they're just this dear friend, uh, Mark Smith. If you're listening, Mark, give it a little shout out. Uh, wonderful man, wonderful family. But he was in the process of writing some children's books. And he had a presentation back in uh, Dallas, Texas, and asked me if I'd fly along with him and be a part of uh, uh, being sitting in, nothing else but just being there to support with that presentation. Went out, uh, went well, and uh, on the flight home, and I have since calculated we were probably somewhere over New Mexico. This was between Dallas and Las Vegas. 
I had one of those inspirational moments. And uh, the thought came to me pretty strongly that I needed to pull out those notes from the straight A's talk and write a book. And the book would be Achieve Straight A's in the School of Life, which has later become Learn to School Your Toughest Opponent. Just give you a little, little flat fast forward there. But uh, wow, I, I put that off. I put it off. I put it off uh, to where I could put it off no longer. And finally sat down. I penned the book. There's 10 A's in the School of Life, and it's uh, what, we, what we use now in the School of Life Foundation in our curriculum. Uh, published the book and started selling it in the traditional route. And uh, we sold, sold several thousand copies, but uh, I, I even took a year off from physical therapy, traveling around, speaking wherever I could, getting on any news broadcast I could. And, and through that, we had presented to a few different youth groups. And ultimately, another one of those moments came in my life where I felt like I needed to develop a foundation, nonprofit foundation, which now is the School of Life Foundation and actually start donating copies of these book, books instead of selling them on that traditional route. Uh, so did that in uh, 2002, it was officially launched. 2007, we were officially granted our status as a nonprofit and, uh, and started moving forward, uh, started donating the books. And, and then another divine piece of the path I was presenting to a youth group. And I didn't know this, but there was a, uh, a vice principal of a local high school listening to it. And he approached me later and said, Hey, would you consider teaching those straight A's to our at-risk students after school? And so we started doing that and uh, started at one school. It went to three schools. It went to five schools. And now we've worked with with multiple schools. In fact, uh, we're, we're launching in Samoa. Uh, we also have talks going on in South Africa. Uh, they've been slowed down by the pandemic now, but uh, uh, we've had for-profit companies going forward to uh, help put this program into families and in homes across the country. There's just a lot of growth going on with that. And, and we feel very humbled, very successful to be a part of that process with the School of Life Foundation. Ultimately, we're trying to help youth reach their full potential in life. And in academics, we're always wanting youth to get straight A's, but we seem to forget about teaching them how to get straight A's in life. And so that's what our, our A's are. And maybe on another episode, I'll walk through those A's. That, that wasn't my intent of today, but I just needed to share that out there. So we started moving along in, in this nonprofit world, and, and I quickly discovered uh, that I, I didn't know how to, how to run a nonprofit. And, of course, I'm trying to run it on the side because I have full-time employment going on, but I was very passionate about it. And that's something you learn when you are discovering your mission and your purpose. It's, it's, it's these talents, these things that you are very passionate about, and you, you want to get up in the morning and just get working on them and get going on them. And uh, my gift ultimately is, is hopefully delivering uh, the message that we have with that to the world. Uh, just to try to try to make 
the world a better place, you know, just trying to do our part. So moving along and uh, gosh, it's, it's sounding like that broken record, but uh, the, the, this divine leading on our path led me to another moment where uh, another physical therapist who had graduated from the University of Notre Dame, Michael Palmieri. And Michael, if you're listening today, a, a shout out to you as well. You are a wonderful man and you've got a great family. And Michael introduced me to Notre Dame. He introduced me to the Play Like a Champion Today organization uh, based out of that university. And I, I spoke to Kristen Sheehan, the program manager, and, and Kristen and I have been become dear, dear friends. Uh, but she invited me back just to give a little presentation in their, their annual conference one summer. And so I did that. And, and as I was there, uh, at one of the lunch breaks, I was sitting by an individual that had just graduated the previous year from Notre Dame, uh, the Mendoza College of Business, with a master's degree in nonprofit administration. Boom. Another one of those moments where, you know, the hairs on the back of your neck, and the, the, the hairs on your arm just stick up. It's like, I need to be a part of that program. And so at that point, uh, right around age 50, again, seemed like, uh, you know, why, why, why would I be doing this? But, but I followed through with it and I, I did everything I needed to, um, took me two or three times to go through the process to actually get in, which is similar to, uh, one of my favorites from Notre Dame, Rudy, um, but I did. And over four years in attending uh, classes during the summer and then uh, online throughout the year, I, I lived on campus for a few weeks each summer. Wonderful experience, wonderful university. I gained a vast knowledge of the nonprofit world that's helped me to propel our foundation uh, to a new level. And there's even bigger levels coming. But um, also introduced me to people from the nonprofit world world around the world. Great, great connections. So it was a big, big part of my path. And so I, I do some professional speaking. And uh, one of the things I like to present about is uh, the day that I received my diploma from Notre Dame. And uh, we were inside the, the Joyce Arena, uh, the basketball arena. And uh, I was my turn was coming up to walk up onto the stage and I looked up and saw my picture on the jumbotron. And I just had this feeling that my life was about to change. And I went up and got my diploma and walked across the stage. And, and that walk took me 27 seconds. So I talk about how 27 seconds can change your life. In fact, it was 27 seconds was the length of the time that Rudy played in that uh, final football game of his career that brought him some recognition to where he could speak and teach around the world and, and bless the lives of many. And, and so it did change my life because that degree has, has helped me move forward with many, many opportunities to touch others' lives. So there you go. You know, there's, there's a few of those things from, basketball to physical therapy to flying over new mexico to walking the halls of the university of notre dame 
to our School of Life Foundation. And it has all been through recognizing inspirational moments in my life. Uh, you've heard me present on the show again, and I'll present at the end again, but I'm going to say it now as well. Your mind reasons for you, your soul speaks to you, and your heart feels for you. But are you listening to your soul? And if you are listening, are you acting upon what you hear? Are you moving forward to make things happen? And as you do, you take these talents and gifts that you've been blessed with. As you discover them along the way, you develop them even further. And this causes you to develop your dreams and your mission, your purpose in life. Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day that you discover why. And that why, I believe, is your purpose. And then this dream, this mission, you go out then and deliver. You give your gift to the world, and you use it to make the world a better place. And if we're all doing that, we'll all be better off. So I hope it's a pattern that as we go through this show, that more and more people will find and will discover and will learn from it. And uh, I look forward to interviewing you. If you want to be on the show, reach out. We'll give that information here at the end. Or if you have information, send it to us through the contact that you'll give to us or questions. It's interesting. Um, in the, the very first week or two of launching this broadcast, we're already having people listen from around not only the country, but the world. You know, it's fascinating what we can do with technology these days and the social media platform. And, and uh, it just introduces you to, to, to many. And I, I feel so blessed for that. So let's, uh, let's call it good there for the day. I don't want to run you uh, on here forever. Hopefully something's uh, been impressed upon you. Again, for listening to the show today, I hope you are remembering that your heart feels for you, your mind reasons for you, but your soul speaks to you. Are you listening? Did you listen today? If so, what did you hear? What did you learn? And now will you have the courage to act upon what you felt? Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow us on your podcast app so that each new episode is always downloaded, ready for you to listen in and share it with others. If you want to send us a direct message or desire to be on the show, as I mentioned, you can do that to the email, whatyougiven at gmail.com. A special thanks always goes out to our producers, Ben and Kayla Martin. Now it is time to move upward and onward and ask yourself, what you given? <laughs>